0: You are now listening to The Conversationalist Podcast. Well, hello, and thank you for listening to another episode of The Conversationalist Podcast. This is episode 76. I'm Jesse, and I'm here with Amanda.
1: Hi!
0: This movie review is going to cover I Feel Pretty. Um, this was a movie that initially we had no intention of seeing, Um Personally we're just not like huge fans of Amy Schumer just because like She's of a her cow. Yeah, like her reputation outside of movies for being like kind of a bitch. And so we were just like, eh, we're not gonna we're not gonna um be a patron to this movie just because we don't wanna support her as an actress. But the trailer actually looked pretty damn funny. And so, you know, us having movie pass, we're like, Well, we're not really putting cash forward because we just pay for the, we, we just pay for the general membership and so like
1: not really supporting her lifestyle. <laughs>
0: yeah, so we're like, yeah fuck it. Well, let's go see this movie. So um, the premise for this movie is, and let's read it out here. It says and I feel pretty, a woman who struggles with feelings of deep insecurity and low self-esteem that hold her back every day wakes up from a brutal fall, um, in an exercise class, um, believing she is a suddenly a supermodel, with this newfound confidence, she is empowered to live her life fearlessly and flawlessly. But will, um, but what will happen when she realizes her appearance never changed? And so, this this movie is basically about a um, a woman who works for a company that deals like in high-end makeup, and she um, runs like the Website part of it, but it's like in some obscure place, like seedy, nasty looking back room place that she only works with like one other employee.
1: Some really fat dude.
0: And and she, like, her dream is to like work at the front office, and the front office is like it's like downtown New York, right? Yeah. Or where was it? Yeah, so it's I like don't
1: know, Manhattan or somewhere, like, yeah, like where all was, the fancy places are,
0: right? And so she wants to desperately work there at the front office and like her main goal is just to be like the secretary like she just wants to be like the face that you see but you know she has insecurities about her looks you know she's not this ideal woman that you see in every um you know makeup advertisement you know fashion magazine you know it's always like some like super thin um you know like paper-thin model, it's like a size zero, and, you know, and obviously Amy Schumer playing herself, she's not a size zero, you know, and, and so this, the, her character just kind of looks at herself like, you know, she's inadequate, like she doesn't have the ability to ever do what she wants to do, like she has, um, like she has a passion for what it is she does, but, you know, in the end, her attitude is kind of holding her back from, you know like where she wants to be or like where she sees herself going you know it's just it's that it's that goal or um yes desire that's just like never going to be reached and so this movie the whole focus of it i mean in the synopsis is just that you know like what if you know a person could kind of just get over themselves and not necessarily hold themselves back, you know, judging their own you know looks and just were themselves and you know dressed how they wanted and you know put their put their best you know attitude forward and just like acted the way they wanted to look, you know, and and if if you could do that, you know, is it going to kind of just equal, you know, better mental health and maybe even better success. So, you know, g- going through, you know, going through the movie, um, you know, the I th- I would say like, maybe the first, like, 15 or 20 minutes, like, it's just kind of showing her just kind of leading a life that's kind of sad. You know, doesn't have a lot of friends. You know, just... just
1: well, she like, has her two friends, but they're all what you kind of would consider... Like the plain jeans,
0: right? I mean, like the ones she... that
1: you know, society will kind of, you know, frown on. I guess you'd say, you know, because they're trying to do that group date, and mm-hmm. then you look at the pictures of the other girls on the group date that they're competing with, and they're like, "Oh man, we're never gonna get a date because look at all these hot chicks." I'm right. like, "That's real. Like that's real life." You know, like people watching it, like I.
0: No, it and, really no, this is. This movie I mean. is really
1: relatable, I think. It's, you know, for girls, that that's a lot of stuff that people have to deal with. And then, of course, they have to show the whole, like, oh, you know, the models have feelings too. But I mean, which they do. I'm not going to say pretty people don't have their feelings and their insecurities and stuff. But, like, you know, she's telling it from, you know, the side that a lot of people don't focus on, which is, I don't even want to say the fat girl side, but the real average sized side.
0: Right, I mean, yeah, she she has these two friends that are these, you know, plain Jane's, just you know, just regular looking girlfriends. I mean, one of them is a little more overweight than the other, the other one, another one is you know just like your average size gal. I would say you know kind of in line with like like Amy Schumer's size, and but you know these other two girls, like there's nothing, there's nothing that like you know pops out about them. Like they're not like you know incredible looking supermodels. They're just everyday women, but you know, again, you know, her skepticism is like, why are we going to do these fucking, why are we going to do this dating app? Like we're competing against these fucking 20 somethings that are all, you know, on this thing. We're not going to get any hits. And so reluctantly they decide to like put this, you know, photo out there, you know, hoping that they're going to get some likes or connections. That's going to, you know, get them on this like triple date because that's the whole purpose of this app that they're doing is that the app is for like a triple date. Well, several days passed and they check and they have like no hits and it's just like, holy crap. Um, But, you know, and, and, you know, like what Amanda said, you know, that's, you know, kind of, you know, kind of an issue. And so, you know, you, you kind of, so she ends up taking a spill when she's in one of these exercise classes because she's trying to change her physical appearance. You know, obviously she wants to look like all of these, all these other women that, you know, are considered, Extremely attractive, which I'm not blind. They are, you know. Yeah,
1: he's said in the movies. Oh, I need to go to Soul Cycle. Look at these chicks.
0: Hey, I'm just which saying. What was the
1: point of the movie? am By just, the way, I'm
0: just saying. If all the chicks like look like that at Soul Cycle, they don't. Maybe I
1: need to fucking be. They don't riding bikes. I don't and no know you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> Amanda's like, that's
0: never gonna happen. So, um, you know. So we're but we're out there, and so there was a. I can't think of the character's name, but the one that was like kind of crying because like she had her own issues that she was dealing with was it this chick? I think it's.
1: Her name's Emily.
0: Is it Emily? Is that her real name or is that the character's name?
1: name? That's her real name because she's a legit model.
0: Okay, it's Emily Rodachowski. Yeah,
1: she's a a Victoria's Secret model.
0: Yeah, and the character, um, her name is Mallory. Now, okay, she looked like a Victoria's Secret model and. But in this in this movie, it's kind of showing you that, like, okay, she kind of also has her issues. Like, I mean, obviously, she doesn't think that she's ugly or anything, but she kind of has her own issues because, like, she's dating a guy that ends up dumping her for, like, somebody else, and, um, what is it, uh, Amy Schumer's character, Renee, is like, seriously? Like, you're fucking hot. Like, you you have this body, like, that fucking face, like everything about you is perfect, you know, you probably, um, you know, go to Paris, and all of a sudden, you have a local guy who is giving you a tour, and before you know it, you end up on a fancy fucking yacht, where everybody's giving you champagne, and you end up snorkeling for fucking two extra days in Paris that you didn't plan on, you know, because that's the kind of life that you lead, and that girl's like, yeah, actually, yeah, I've done that, So, but it
1: was Greece or something like that. Yeah, yeah, she was like,
0: yeah, but it was a different country, you know, it wasn't Paris. And, you know, that kind of goes to, um, you know, Renee's point is like, you know, seriously, like, we are not on the same page, like, even though you're trying to feel bad for yourself. But, you know, ultimately, um, was it that uh, the character Mallory is basically like, okay, she's hot. She has a lot of shit that, you know, that she has a lot of experiences that, you know, maybe some other women aren't going to experience, but that doesn't mean that she's not, you know, touched by some of the same issues that, you know, befall any other woman. Is that, like, yeah, she's super hot, and she might have even been dating, like, an equally hot dude, but, you know, that didn't save her from getting her ass dumped, you know, for somebody else who's, you know, maybe just as hot as her, you know, but, I mean... Apparently that dude's fucking hot as fuck because he's, you know, dumping her to get with some <laughs> other chick, right? I mean, so he's, he's fucking, he's pulling down some really, uh, really good-looking women. You know, so he dumps her, but, you know, that that's kind of... You have her name, like, what the fuck? Like, that actually happens to girls like you?
1: Exactly, because people that are like that, you don't expect that from, you know, hot chicks. You're like, yeah, right. You're right. dumping him.
0: Well, okay, so, like, uh, the scene in the store. The scene in the store, she's walking around, and she notices that, um, <laughs> she's noticing, like, Mallory's character walking around. And then some guys all, um, hey, uh, do you work here? I was kind of hoping you can help me find something. But, like, he's totally coming on to her, and she's like... No, I don't work here. I'm fine. He's like, oh, can you help me find this? Because, like, he's, like, still kind of trying to, like, work his pickup line. And she's like, no, really, seriously, like, I don't know. And, like, blows him off. And so Renee kind of was over and she's like, what the fuck? Like, do you get that all the time? Like, that's crazy. Like, I've never had that happen to me before. And that girl Mallory's kind of like, yeah, it does happen pretty often. And, she, and Renee's just like, what the fuck? Like, you know, I've never had that happen in my whole life. And and you had that guy, like, still coming back, and
1: yeah. so, like,
0: she's trying to answer, she's trying to tell him, like, you know, the answer <laughs> to his question, and he's, like, oh, I'm not asking you, I'm asking her, because he's trying to pick up on this hot chick, and he's right. getting shut down. Um, but, I mean, I think the message they're trying to send uh, in the movie, I mean, it is beating you over the head, but at the same time, like like Amanda said, it's it's super relatable for people... I mean, I, I wouldn't even say even so much for women. Like, I, mean, I think it translates to men as well. I mean, you know, like I used to be in, like, super good shape. I'm not as as good a shape as, like, I am now. And, like, even, you know, even, uh, you know, they portray, you know, men in, in just as sexy a way when they advertise for, you know, these same kind of things, you know. Men, you know, being, like, super muscular, like, six-pack, you know, they work out and, like, run in the fucking you know, sandy beaches all the time and, you know, they have their haircut a certain way and, you know, they, you know, they wear fucking, you know, they're, they're effeminate but they're also masculine, you know, they can see, they fucking wear a scarf but they can still lift like 600 pounds you know, like, I mean, they set these impossible, you know, expectations, you know, for men as well and, you know, at one point, like, I was, you know, super fit and, you know, now I'm, you know, in my fucking... 30s and like have kids and married and not that that's an excuse to like you know be out of shape but you know that's where you kind of find yourself where i'm like damn you know i want to look like that dude you know but damn that's gonna be like a fuckload of work you know so i'm gonna need to get i'm gonna need to go to soul cycle you there know you and, 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 and bike for two hours a day for the rest of my life you know in order to you know meet those expectations and and the, you know a lot of times expectations <laughs> you know could be impossible i mean like there, I think everybody has the ability to get there. It's just going to be harder for some than others. Not everybody has all that time, you know, like a Man. lot of like a lot of other people do. And you know, it's just about like, you know, self-acceptance and you know, just just fucking moving forward, you know, not worrying about what you can't really change right now and and just you know, doing your best with what you have. And so Once she realizes when she wakes up from this fucking fall that like knocks her unconscious, is like she thinks she's a supermodel. And she's like, holy shit, I look good. You know, look at all this. You know, she's grabbing on her stomach (laughs) and grabbing on her fucking (laughs) flabby arms. And she's just like, I'm fucking fine. Right. And it's, it's super funny because like, you know, she then, then she starts dressing better and like, you know, she like applies for this position. She works her, she works up the. Um, I mean, she doesn't really have to work herself up to apply for the position. She thinks she's like completely in, you know, to become this, you know, face of the of the company. You know, working at the front desk, and so somebody's all, um, I think you're lost, and she's all, I know, right? Blah 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 blah. Like, you know, like people are being fucking kind of mean to her and like catty and mean to her because, you know, these these hot chicks are. You know, like, who the fuck are you? You know, you don't belong here. You know, but she has such a positive attitude, being that she's completely confident in herself, that she's able to, like, kind of deflect and work around, like, all her, all these, all these, this bullshit that they're throwing at her. And, you know, it almost disarms them because they're not getting the negative effect that they're trying to get, you know, by making her feel bad about herself. She's kind of... You know, take, you know, going one step further and kind of just negating, like, everything it is they're saying to where they just stop, which, you know, is, is interesting. I mean, because, I mean, a lot of times, you know, um, I mean, like, with anything, like, if you kind of just, like, accept it and, like, move forward, you know, you kind of disarm people. And, and this is going to be, like, a weird transition to my point on this example, but... Going back to 8 Mile. (laughs) So, okay. Okay. Eminem's in the rap battle, right? He he already knows everything that this dude's going to say about him. As far as, like, his friend, you know, accidentally shooting himself in the leg. About somebody having sex with his girlfriend. You know, about him being, like, a white boy in the hood and doing all this stuff. Like, here he knows all the bad things people are going to say about him. But what does he do? He just brings it all up. Owns it. And, like, the guy has no ammo. So, yeah, that's a weird movie comparison, but, I mean, I I think they were at least similar in, like, what was going on, you know. um, You know, she's in the front office. She's trying to apply for this job she really wants, and this person's just being a dick, but, like, she's so confident that, like, she just moves past everything and, you know, just disarms this person from being able to insult them. And so you move past that part, and she ends up getting the job. The company's uh, introducing a diffusion line, which is like a lower-end cosmetics line, um, because this company deals in high-end cosmetics. Um, Now, the character, played by Amy Schumer, um, Renee, she kind of represents what they're trying to appeal to. You know, the everyday woman, the... The target shopper. Yeah, the target shopper, the one that's actually going to use their products... Now, Renee actually knows a lot about, um, you know, their whole line and just provides a lot of insight that I think a lot of the executives should know but lack, and it kind of just shows that, you know, a lot of these higher-end people are maybe a little out of touch with the everyday regular person, and that's why they need somebody like her to come in and kind of you know, give her two cents in advice on, you know, why stuff is or isn't needed. And, uh, you know, so then going forward, she's just, you know, this wealth of information um, in terms of, you know, just kind of giving them ideas on, you know, where their product needs to go and all that kind of stuff. And so she ends up kind of helping the CEO, you know, move forward with this line and is like incredibly invaluable now, in the meantime, she's also, you know, after she's got this confidence, she's met this guy, and this guy, like, can't really figure her out. Like, she's, like, super confident, and, like, he, she kind of came on to him, but she thought it was him coming on to her. It was, like, a whole funny ordeal.
1: It was weird.
0: Yeah, and, and you know, but he kind of goes with it, like, fuck it, you know, this chick seems cool, you know, let's see what happens, and... Um, you know, he's kind of flying by the seat of his pants, I think, because, like, she's a little too much for him in terms of just her confidence level and, like, everything that she kind of, you know, is is leading up to. But, you know, there comes a point in the movie where her confidence kind of becomes a flaw, where I think she starts to forget the fact that she was this regular person and starts to see herself as, like, one of these, um...
1: As one of the hot girls. Yeah,
0: as one of the hot girls and starts to, like, ditch her friends to get into, you know, these, like, exclusive clubs and, um, you know, is telling them that they need to, like, clean themselves up and try harder to look better. Because maybe, like, they would be able to participate in these things with her if they didn't look so dumpy. And so she's kind of starting to, like, burn bridges and and stuff like that where, you know, it kind of all comes to a head. Where she is, there's this important meeting that's going to take place. And she ends up fucking knocking her head again. And this is after the, like, CEO's, you know, older brother tries to come on to her. Yeah, the hot brother.
1: (laughs) I still can't...
0: She was dating the other guy!
1: I can't believe it, though. Like, So, in the way movies go, she should have got with them, but she didn't. And I mean, it's endearing. It
0: should you okay? So you're giving me shit. Hold on a second. So in this movie, (laughs) she's dating this everyday regular guy. Like, there's nothing like super spectacular about him. He's not like super in shape, but he's got a good personality, and he's he's not bad looking. Did you not just
1: hear me say? No, hold
0: on. I'm let me finish. So then they're on okay, all these, Kanye. they're on all these dates <laughs> they're they're on, <laughs> they're on all these dates, and so they're kind of a thing like they're not really exclusive yet but they're they're a thing so now fast forward she thought that this brother guy who's like the you know the brother of the c e o thinks he's you know thinks he's pretty hot and he's not a bad looking dude and he's like a kind of a playboy you know he's dates all these models and stuff because you know he's one of those halves. Now, it was kind of her fantasy to get with this dude. Now, he's basically throwing himself at her, like, you know, wants to hook up and kind of passes. (laughs) But it's because she's not really sure what the fuck she's doing because she really does care about the regular guy. But she really does want to nail this dude.
1: So good for her for having a strong moral compass because she didn't let me finish. Mm-mm. But I'm saying in the way of movies, but
0: you said she should have.
1: In the way of movies, <laughs> she should have got with them and then had her her crisis of conscience there and been like, "Oh, homely dude." Well, not homely dude, average dude.
0: <laughs> a- average dude. What is did the homely I do? Dude?
1: You know, but she didn't. But she then she would have his... been a
0: hated character.
1: Well, people yeah. would have been like,
0: "Oh, she's the fucking ugh." I know, and that's probably... Yeah, she can't have a happy ending. She fucking nailed this dude and then still got with this guy who's going to be with her because he likes her for her.
1: And that's probably why she didn't do it. Because people were already going to hate it because they hate her as a person in real life. So they couldn't have her mess it up in the movie. (laughs) But I'm just saying, you know, usually that kind of thing would happen and it didn't. So, I mean, that's good. Practice morality there, but... I mean, it was kind of a shock. I really thought they were going to at least, you know. Well, I totally something. thought they
0: were. I totally thought it was going to happen. And then, like, she's like, no, this shouldn't happen. I'm like, what? But, yeah. What so had
1: shocked face. I had a shocked face.
0: So, you know, she ends up knocking her head again. And this is before this important meeting is supposed to take place now. She looks back in the mirror and she's like, "Oh no, I'm ugly again." Because before she thought like something had actually changed about her, but nothing had. Like she was completely the same fucking person. But now she looks in the mirror again, she's like, "Oh no, I went back to normal." Thing was is like she never realized that she had done everything that she had done and accomplished everything she had accomplished by just being her. Like but in her mind she, there was some sort of transformation that had taken place. Now she kind of gets the confidence up that she needs to kind of fight for what she's worked for and you know, crashes this um you know, crashes this like diffusion line, um introduction, kind of like runway model thing that's uh taking place. It's like a
1: launch party.
0: Yeah. And so um she crashes it. I mean, mind you, at this point, like she's kind of unemployed because like she kinda of went MIA for like a week or more, and, like, nobody can get a hold of her, she's not returning the works calls, she wasn't going to work, and all of this, but I think, you know, she's like, okay, I need to save my job, so she shows up and um s- does a pretty good job and explains, like, everything that's going on, and um, it's kind of at that point that she has this epiphany when she realizes, like, you know, I used to be this girl, but then I became this girl, and so she's showing these two pictures, it's her, in each picture and she realizes, oh fuck, I did this all without any sort of actual transformation and so she realizes that like, you know, moving forward, um, you know, that if as long as she was just, you know, confident that she could have had all this to begin with. And so she's able to accept herself and move forward and become this successful person because she realizes she doesn't really change anything about herself and she managed to get a guy and, you know, um make friends with her old friends again and then still have everything it is that she wanted basically right and but i mean yeah there's a lot of positive messages in there and i mean there is a lot of funny shit in that movie if anything in like you know comparing this to another movie that we reviewed this was funnier than blockers yeah and i would even i would even say like as far as like funny goes in terms of like just funny shit that happens constantly throughout the movie. It was as good as Super Troopers. Not in terms of the type of comedy.
1: Yeah, different types of comedy. Different
0: types of comedy, but I think just, like, quality movie.
1: But the funny think was, it was very there.
0: Yeah, and I'm just, you know, I had to eat crow. Because, like, I don't like her, like, as a person. But she made a good fucking movie. And it was funny. So, there's that. Um, now the movie got a four point one.
1: Because nobody likes her.
0: It got a four point one out of ten out of fifty seven hundred reviews. Now, I will say that the four point one is completely unfair, and it is because that people don't like her. The difference is in you know, and, and this is the kind of shit that's irritating. It gets a four point one because people don't like her. Now, I admittedly don't fucking like her either. And Amanda feels the same way as well. Yeah. Thing is, is we go into it like completely open minded, and if it's good, it's fucking good. I'm not gonna give somebody a one star or a two star if it's not deserving. This movie is at least a seven. Well, I think. and a
1: lot of people thought it was a rip off of Shallow Hal.
0: Which I mean, to get into that comparison, I think it's very similar to Shallow Hal. You know, I mean, with Shallow Hal. Um, was it Gwyneth Paltrow that was in that movie? Yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow was like a super fat chick, like super obese, fat chick that Shallow Howe was totally into. But the, the, I think, with that movie, Shallow Howe was, he was seeing people based on their personality. hmm Their their personality reflected what he saw. So like he would see hot chicks. But they would look super unattractive and nasty. And so he'd be like, "Er," And then, you know, the fat chick, it's like the super nice personality, bubbly, whatever. That was the person that looked like a supermodel. And so in that movie, that's, you know, that's kind of how that movie worked. Whereas, like, you know, it's about, it was the inside that counts, essentially, was the premise of that movie. And so that's why he ended up, you know, getting with Gwyneth Paltrow's character, the super overweight chick that he would have never even considered dating because he actually was able to take the time to get to know her as a person and everybody's like why in the fuck would he be with her like that was the whole thing in the movie was like yuck like why is he with her at all and so with this movie you know i think everything had to do with this movie about self-reflection and like self-acceptance and i think honestly i think this movie was actually a little more complex then I think shallow howl. Or it was just like it's the inside that counts. Like mean, that's the whole thing. Right. This one, it's like um, you know, hot chicks and hot dudes, you know, run into the same type of shit that normal people do. You know, maybe not on a maybe not as on, on a grand scale, but I mean, they're, you know, not any better than any other person in terms of, you know, running into those same type of personal problems. Um you know, theirs are maybe just slightly different. I mean, they're, they're still going to get dumped, or they're going to be a dumpy, or they're not hot enough for this hot person. I mean, it's the same way with, like, you know, as a regular person, you're not hot enough for that person or that person. I mean, it's the same shit. They're just dealing with it, and, you know, normal people think that that kind of shit doesn't happen with them. It's almost like, you know, I mean, this is, I mean, we're almost getting a little off topic, but it's almost like when... You know, somebody commits suicide and, you know, this person that commits suicide is somebody that's super famous or extremely attractive. People look at it like, really, what could they have possibly, you know, had to deal with that made them want to kill themselves? They had all the money that they had and, you know, they had a, you know, they had a fucking career and they were, you know, they were hot and they probably never wanted for anything You know, how could they actually have had any any reason to kill themselves? And it's like, um, you know what that person was fucking dealing with? They could have faced rejection. They could have felt ugly, insecure about themselves, despite the fact that they were good-looking and dealt with all the same types of things that anybody else fucking deals with. And I think that's, like, the whole point of this movie. Which, again, is why it can connect with, or relate, you know, that this movie is so relatable to, like, so many people, whether it's male or female. And that's why I liked it. And I think that's why, uh, you know, going into this movie, you know, I went into it with an open mind and saw for what it was. A good flick, had a good message, and was actually funny. It's And it just happened to star Amy Schumer. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, again, um, I think... I think this movie is at least a 7, truth be told. Um, I think the, you know, this movie getting a 4 is, I think, more of a personal thing of people to just hate her as a person. And uh, that's kind of sad that people can't put their personal feelings and animosity aside to just be fair. So, um, I think that concludes our movie review of I Feel Pretty. I am Jesse with Amanda. Yay! Thanking you for listening. Goodbye.